Welcome, 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 everybody. We are This Xbox Life, and this is episode 425, Return of Mordor. I am one of your hosts, Brian BJ Swick 33 and with me right now is Mark, also known as Wingman709. Good evening, everybody. And we'll have a uh, middle or, you know, during the show entrance of uh, Presar, Rob, also known as Presar, here in a few. He is just running a little bit late, but uh, we're going to get started so we're not up until, you know, after midnight. Um, we stream live on Twitch every Sunday, uh, usually around 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on thisxboxlife.com, or sorry, twitch.tv slash thisxboxlife. Um, and I think that's it for announcements, and we're going to get into what we've been playing, uh, and then actually mark what we've been playing and what we've been playing on, uh, but we'll get there in a second. <laughs> Oh, uh, um, I'll I'll go first, you know, because mine's simple and quick. Uh, I played some Halo Wars too. I played the camp, uh, some more campaign. I I'm over halfway done. I think I have like four or five missions left, so uh, which is good. Um, I want to complete that campaign. I did. Um, I did play my first solo firefight of Blitz. And, and just got murdered. <laughs> I mean, it didn't last. It didn't last all but four minutes because it's just like, oh yeah, next wave coming in. Oh yeah, next wave coming in. Oh yeah, next wave coming in. We know you can only have four units on the board right now, but you know what? We're gonna send five hundred at you. And I'm just like, yeah. I don't understand how you're supposed to do anything in that. Yep. So um, I don't either. You know, I had thought I was having some sort of strategy, but nope, none at all. That was on easy, so maybe nope. I'm just missing something. Nope. Um, but uh, but I am enjoying, you know, I'm enjoying the uh, uh, the campaign. So trying to get that done. Maybe I can play a little bit of Mass Effect before another game comes out. But I was looking at the the calendar. When's when does um, Wildlands come out? Uh, not this coming week, but the following week. Yeah, so you've so, got one week. Yeah. To get Mass Effect three. In Halo Wars Two, done. Okay. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's and I mean, you know that you know I'm in the in the middle of trying to sell my home and purchase another home, and my my daughter is uh, in a play. She has a kind of an important part in the play, and they're in their last tech week before it starts, and then there's two weeks of shows, and nope. <sighs> but basketball's over. I, you know, my son played his last uh, last um, high school basketball game. And in his career, so because he's a senior, it's actually his last uh, high school sport event. Uh, so that was sad. You know, it's been a long time. I mean, he's been playing sports since third grade. So, um, and we've been with him every year. So, but yeah, Halo Wars two. That's pretty much all I played. But yeah, I got to get all the other stuff done. But what do you got? Um, I also played a little Halo Wars two. Um, I've been having a hard time playing it because I just really like Sniper Elite 4. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> pretty much played just about everything in the game that I can, and um, I want more <laughs> of the game. So I think I'm going to go through. I might bump the uh, difficulty level and see, see how well I fare, uh, putting it on a harder difficulty level. 
but uh, really, really enjoyed. And then and them enjoying Sniper Elite 4. Um, also, I did get a chance to play a little Ghost Recon Wildlands, uh, the, the open beta. And I apologize, I'm still under the weather, folks, so I'll try to mute as much as I can. Um, I did play some Ghost Recon Wildlands with um, Carbide uh, last night, I think it was. And uh, I didn't get to see any of the new stuff yet because you start out in the same little area and you got to, I think you got to pretty much do progress and do what you did in the tech test to get the next area open maybe. I'm not 100% sure, but we just kind of, we're doing some of the same stuff. So I have yet to see anything different. But I really don't like you, Brian. I don't want to dive into it a whole lot. Um, And... I didn't see anything change. The vehicles are still hard to fly and drive. and um, So I don't know if they're going to resolve that or not. Probably not at this point. But um, uh, I'm excited for the game. I'm looking forward to it. I really like the guns. Um, yeah. They're like the sniper rifle and the assault rifle that you start that you start with are very gratifying. Like it, it, they both have a um, a silencer on them, and when I take someone out, it 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 has that little, you know, just a little silenced sound, mm. and there's just a bit of a little bit of a recoil, and the guns are very accurate. It just feels very realistic. Like I feel like they did a really good job with the guns uh, so far that I have played with. Um, really, and and I and these are like the the basics so there's a whole bunch of parts and stuff that i'll be able to go and find and um modify and and enhance and improve them but uh i really it's one thing i said to carbide last night i really feel like the weapons are really good so really looking forward to that game i i feel i'm going to spend a lot of time in (laughs) two odd lands so but uh, that is what I have played this week. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I re- you know, it's like I kind of w- I wanted to play, um, but I was just like, you know, we were just talking about. I was like, oh, I got, I got a week to finish Halo Wars two and and maybe get some Mass Effect in, and you know, before it does come out, and with everything else going on, it's like, ah, I, I can, I can wait. I'm good. So, but, uh, yeah. Tell your wife to deal with the house stuff. It's your busy. You gotta, you gotta get some gaming in. Yeah, that, that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't work. I mean, I was, you know, working on code. I was working on a website and stuff yesterday for a majority of the day when we weren't dealing with offers and, and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, it's like all the way until about 10 o'clock at night. And I finally am like, you know what? I'm just I'm gonna play Halo Wars for a little bit. And soon as I started on the game, you messaged me, and I was saying hi. And all I heard from the other room was was my wife going, "Are you playing a game?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And she goes, oh, "I figured we'd talk about all this house stuff that we need to talk about before tomorrow." And I'm like, uh, "Okay." <laughs> so it's like within 30 seconds of me just turning my Xbox on. <laughs> Which she was right though. I mean, we needed to talk about it so we because we met, we had a meeting at nine thirty this morning. And stuff. So it was it's been crazy. 
but all right. Well, I did. Um, I didn't play Gears of War or Forza Horizon Three this week, but I did boot them both up yesterday. Really? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Why would you do that? It's like, were you testing something out or anything? <laughs> well, I wanted to see what the hubbub was on HDR, and uh, because I picked up a new TV yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, I got a Samsung 65-inch KS8000, and uh, this thing is smart TV. It's a 2160p 4K Ultra HD HDI. It just got it all, man. This thing, it's got everything except 3D, um, and it's a beautiful television. So I was going through. I want to. I want to say thanks to the community and uh, especially Christoph. Um, I reached out to him because I know he deals with stuff. He's been on here uh, in a show in the past talking about HDR and 4K and all that stuff and educating us. So I talked to him, and this was the TV he got. And I'm like, this is what this guy lives in Breeze. I know I can. I know it's going to be good, and he really likes it. And um, several other people in our community actually have bought this TV as well. And uh, so a lot of people were giving me some tips. And Christoph sent me a link to watch a YouTube video of a guy with this television um, and going through the settings, explaining what you want to turn up and turn down and whatnot to make your picture look just as best as possible. Right. I'm, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if Christoph, I know like you were saying, like he knows a lot of the stuff about the, you know, TVs and stuff like that. I'm wondering if he it dives into, um, monitors and stuff like that, because I'd be really curious to talk to him, not on about the TV side, but about the monitor side, like computer monitors and, and stuff. Uh, so if you're, if you're listening right now, hit mm-hmm. me up in some way. You know, you can hit me on live or, or you know, something and Facebook or whatever or Twitter. So, and because uh, I got some questions for you. So let All me right. See if I can. Looks like we got a get third host wanting to join. Yeah. But uh, while you're pulling him in, um, I I was doing some stuff. So. Carbide asked me when I was playing with him last night, like, can you really tell? Is it that big of a deal? Am I missing out on something? Yada, yada, yada. And I was like, well, no. I mean, I've I've always had, um, you know, I've never had this fancy of a TV and all that stuff. So I'm like, I don't really, if it's side by side, then... You can tell a difference, but like without it, it's not stuff that's like doesn't necessarily make it look better. Like it doesn't. It's not like oh wow, these visuals now look real. It's not that, but it's stuff like like with certain games, um, like when you look at the sun. Okay, so that's why I kind of was trying to boot up Forza Horizon, but then it went into a night cycle. <laughs> so was, this is I was <laughs> trying to send that video to you and Rob. It was like the sun was setting, so I couldn't get what I was trying to show you. <clears throat> Oops. Hold on. He's all choked up. 
Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, Rob, you you sound actually like you're on professional equipment again. <laughs> That's strange. Let's let's just say you're lucky you are because I was like his stuff better be hooked up this time. <laughs> and I'm I'm really amazed that it's working because yeah. I was totally guessing where everything went was plugged in. <laughs> yeah. But um, so like the there's filters and stuff you can turn off and on, and it'll like if you look at certain scenes. So if you're standing like you know like in Watch Dogs is Watch Dogs Two isn't an HDR enabled game, but this TV has HDR plus that you can turn on for games that don't have HDR, so that you get those kind of HDR filters. And so in the this video I was watching, this guy went in and he was explaining, like, and he would flip it on and off, and you could see it. And he was like, "Here, look at this part of the sky," and you could see like the the clouds would look, you know. A little bit more detail or a little bit more realistic, but it's it's not anything like like mind blowing. Like in my opinion, it's you know HDR. I think from what I have seen so far and what I'm learning about, really try kind of makes things a little bit more natural. It's almost the way it kind of huh? like realistic or something like that. Well, it's like, yeah, it's like with the sun, it's like the lighting looks more real, like it, like it, like you would expect if you were looking at the sun, instead of like this visual representation of this big bright light in the sky, you know. Um, and there was, there's different options that the TV does where you can change the warmth. And when I did it, it like makes, like when you are in a tropical setting and you turn these warmth filters on, it does make it look more realistic. Not so, it's, it kind of, because then it'll adjust like the dimness or the brightness. So it's not, you still have the brightness, but you have more of a, I mean, I hate to say warmth because that's what it's called, but it does have a, it kind of puts a different filter on it to make it look kind of more like, I don't know. It just makes it look different. It it doesn't make it look more, more like realistic. I don't like to say realistic looking because it's not like it doesn't it doesn't change your game to be like eight, you know photorealistic or anything like that. Still, it's all going to look basically the same. It's just kind of you know the way the clouds will look. They'll look different. They might be white by natural, but then you put HDR on, and then maybe it'll look like oh now they look more like they might be storm clouds or you know it's just. There's just a different, the sky will look a different shade of, of color, you know, which is intended to be more of a realistic color. Um, but it's not anything like you're not really missing out. I, people like, like myself up until yesterday, I've never had anything like if I never had a 4K HDR, all this blah, blah, blah. And um, so, no, you're not missing anything in the games. It's not going to impact or, or anything. Um but what I do like is that now I think this is where it would impact you is so this guy I was watching was talking about, you know, if you've got an HDR enabled game, make sure you turn off this HDR plus that. So, you know, that the Samsung has built into the TV because that you don't need that. You know, it's like because that's fake HDR. Essentially, you don't want the, the OS of the television overriding the native HDR that's in the game. 
Um, and it's nice is like the TV will tell you, like when I start an HDR game, it actually pops up and says an HDR, I think it says HDR video is playing or something like that. So, <clears throat> so I can just leave it, but I can also go in and turn the other option on. If it's not an HDR enabled game, I can turn that other feature on to kind of get those effects. Um, but again, I think it's neat. It was neat to watch that video and kind of see, you know, and watch it. And I was doing it on my TV and watching what would change. And sometimes I'm like, mm, I kind of liked it the, the other way. And, you know, there's different, you know. So it's, it's really, it, it's just nice. I think it gives people an option um, with some of these fancier TVs. With change, If you really dig into the filters and stuff, you can really alter how the game looks. Um, at one point, I actually thought Forza looked really bad. I was just like, oh, this doesn't look so good. Um, but it was just, you know, I was still messing with stuff and changing contrast and brightness and warmth and all these different things. Um, but uh, I, I do like it. It's, it's TV's amazing. Just um, And I was watching some uh, 4K videos from uh, YouTube on it, and uh, it's pretty amazing. It's just uh, so lifelike. It's just it's uh, pretty incredible. The, the net, but that's the 4K piece. That's not the HDR. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, I'm ready to go. I decided to get it now um, because I do plan to buy a $700 Scorpio in November. Two ninety nine. Six ninety nine. I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking at your. I'm looking at your TV, and it's you know. Trying to see, because you said KS eight thousand, KS eight thousand. Yeah, and for anybody out there, like the Samsung TVs must be like on this, like on sale or something. Because I think every site I go to, it seems like you know you can get them for a really good price right now too. Yeah, this one uh, it says I bought mine at Best Buy. Mm. Um, you know, I get the rewards points, so I get a few extra bucks back, not a whole lot. I think I'll get $30 or something like that back. Um, but this TV was, I got it for $16.99, uh, brand new. That's what I bought it for this weekend. It is on sale for like $200 off. So, uh, right. And this was a 2016 model, so I'm sure they've got the 2017 models out. There's you know, a... So they're gonna- there's a, these things out the door. Yeah, there's a KS9000, but I'm looking at the specs between the two. And there's nothing different other than one has Wi-Fi direct, maybe built-in Wi-Fi. Yours has built-in Wi-Fi, right? It does. Okay, so it has Wi-Fi direct, mm-hmm. and then the other one, it has Supreme MR240 instead of just MR240. Um I think this is kind of what I was explaining to you yesterday is the 4K TVs, like Samsung has the SUHD, and I guess what it is is they're all 120 hertz. Uh, but these ones can, like, do 240. I don't know if it's, like, natural 240 or whatever, but it's basically 240 hertz. It makes it look so much, like, less choppy and all that stuff, which is really good. Okay. It's kind of, I guess, what you want. Um, so, the, yeah, it, it has the word supreme. <laughs> And direct <laughs> and direct us. Wi-Fi. That is your difference between the KS eight thousand and nine thousand, and they're actually the same price. So, 
think, yeah, and, and also things, the stand. I think the stands are different. Instead of the dual like Y shaped stand, it's got like the one long bar, which I kind of like the Y. I like the KS eight thousand stand. Yeah, I'm used to the ones just being in the middle. Yeah. Um, this one I was like, really on the ends like this, but yeah. when you got a TV this large, uh, we have a. I had a. Um, so this TV replaced my sixty inch Samsung. Um, and my 60-inch was, it was uh, HD, but it wasn't 4K, it wasn't HDR. Was that, that big a TV? Is that the one? The what? Used to be in, the one that used to be in your living room, that one? No, that one, the one, the, that one that I replaced was always in my office. That was my gaming TV. Oh, okay. The, the, I had a 65-inch Vizio that you told me to buy that... <laughs> is now up for sale <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so we're having I, uh, a giveaway uh <laughs> i didn't like it it's a, it's a 65 inch it's the same thing it's a 1080p hd it doesn't have 4k or hdr um but and it was bigger but i actually replaced i put the, my 60 inch samsung back in the family room and got rid of the 65 inch vizio um the samsung's got a better picture um even though their specs are the same the picture quality is better on the samsung um, we've had problems with, uh, there's like a green bar at the bottom on the, on the Vizio on, it, on some channels for some reason. Um, we've had issues with the remote. It's like, you almost got to be standing like right on top of the TV to get the remote to work. Um, and it's even with, uh, like our TiVo remotes that are universal. It's the same thing. It's like, you got to almost walk it up too. So it's like infrared range sucks. And uh, my, my, my daughter this morning and my oldest son both were like, Dad, thank you so much for changing it out. We could actually change the channel from the couch. It was awesome. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm like, you're welcome. Uh, so I do have that Vizio. I'm going to see if I can sell it to somebody. But, um, but no, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's nice. I love it. Sweet. I, I could recommend it. I was impressed. It, I'll tell you what. I should show you the remote. <laughs> the remote. I pulled that thing out, and I was like, what the heck is this? Dude, there's like, talk about minimalistic. The remote's got just a few buttons, and it's all, like, flushed with the, the thing, and it's real tiny, and fits in your hand, and <clears throat> you can do everything with just your thumb, and it's a really nice remote. But the, the OS on the TV is amazing. Like, as soon as I turned it on, I was just like, Wow, I'm in a whole different class of television. This yeah. this is like a high-end TV, you know, and I'm so used to like the low-end, you know, TVs, you know, and uh, just when you just the the OS itself and going through the menus was just like, yes, you, you know, you just knew like, wow, this is this is a huge step up, and uh, it, it was just really nice. Um, it, it recognized the Xbox One automatically i didn't have to do anything it, it knew and the remote can control the the i found out by accident that the remote can control the xbox one dashboard um which i thought was interesting um and what it, this thing also has i didn't understand this it's got a what was it called uh, I, got a, I got the box here uh, a one connect so this TV comes with a box. Oh, yeah, I was going to tell you to talk about this. Four USB drive, yeah. not USB, four HDMI ports and the cable jack. And 
and then there's just one cable that runs into your TV, and that's it. So mm -hmm. if you did mount, you're looking for a TV you want to mount on the wall, this is something you want, because then you have one cable. That's it. You're not running all these other cables, because then you can put that box like in your you know, entertainment center or whatever that's below your TV where your Xbox and all that stuff, and they just hook right into that box. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and it, it's just a breeze. So really nice. I like it. That's probably uh, enough. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, stricken thought was wondering uh, if you've what, like what four con four K content is there a lot of four K content? Did you try Netflix? Like I know when we were talking about it last night, you're you know we were trying to figure out a couple places where you could go to watch four K content. Did you find any? Um, YouTube is the only place so far that I've found. Okay. Yes, I know Netflix has it. Um, I'm not on that tier, though. So, um, but uh, I was looking. Um, What's it called? Uh, Voodoo. Voodoo. Yep. Yeah. Um, and it was interesting because Voodoo. I've always bought. I buy. I. That's kind of my choice for purchasing digital movies. I've gone with Voodoo, and um, they have HDX movies. And so I'm like, oh. This must be, you know, this must be the 4K version. Well, it's not. Um, I put, I played a, the most recent Star Trek movie, um, and I was like, well, this doesn't look any different than it did before. And then I was doing a little more digging, and there is um, HDX is not their 4K version. That's just like their highest quality of HD. And I don't know how to get. I don't think they do it yet. They had a listing for um, for 4K. But I didn't find any of their new movies were in 4K yet. So, but I do. I've, I I know uh, Imes from Horribly Awkward. He uh, he has got the exact same TV, and he streams. He watches 4K content on Netflix and uh, YouTube all the time. So, but I do know there's a bunch out on Netflix. All right. Cool. <laughs> Sorry to bore everybody with the TV. Thought. Oh no, I I wanted to know about it because you know it's it's just you know I haven't bought a TV in a very long time, <laughs> so um, yeah, I, I definitely think Mark I guess, is blazing the trail. Yeah. No, our community members have been no, blazing for the trail, us. So. For us, for us, uh, right? Us so three. I guess Christoph and Imes and I'll have to pull it up. I forgot who the other gentleman was. There was a couple other people that were. And they're talking, um, giving me some advice and comments about it from people who do actually have the TV themselves. And uh, so there are some recommendations they made about, you know, out of the box. There's got to go turn this off and, you know, fix, you know some things that uh, it doesn't do automatically that you're going to want to. That uh, Digital Foundry, I guess, has done recommendations and... I don't know if they do it. I, I, I'm assuming they do it for all kinds of TVs. So if you do have um, a 4K HDR TV, you might want to just check with Digital Foundry or do a YouTube search for your TV and see if they've got a an HDR setup. Um, they'll a lot of I saw a lot of videos uh, this weekend that talked well, about calibrated. how to yeah about how to yeah. configure it. And yeah. I guess Digital Foundry's gone through all these different types of TVs and talk about you know hey. Here's what you need to do, um, because like there was something I forgot what it was called, 
there's one setting that Digital Foundry says you need to turn it like all the way off, and it doesn't like, do it automatically. Like the eco modes and all that stuff. It's um, let me look. It's called because I'm on the thread now, and I remember somebody even made a comment about it. Um, your backlight. So you got to adjust the backlight oh. twenty, and the the. Um, so it doesn't do it by default, but once you go in and you make that change for that mode, then anytime like the HDR video comes on, it goes into that mode and it will have that backlight adjustment that you that you set. And and it's nice because you can set them so you, you can have your game up. This is really cool too. You can have your game up and the menu overlays it, and you can make adjustments and you can see how it's affecting your game so you can see what it's doing so you can you know adjust everything to what you like because everyone's going to be a little different but um definitely uh check on it because you know it's not necessarily plug and play so to speak um i would have never known to go turn some of these things off i would have never known it was hdr plus in fact i was actually turning it on i'm like oh this is off here's how i turn hdr on and then i find out yeah. That's the very first thing in the video I watched. They're like, the number one mistake people make is turning this on. You need to turn it off. you know. And, and he explains why. Um, yeah. So if you do have all this, I would recommend, if you didn't go through anything like uh, looking at videos and learning about it, um, do it because you might get a little bit more enjoyment out of your TV or find out that it can look better than what it even does now. So, but Yeah, because a lot of these televisions, especially when they come out of the box, they're really geared to be like overly bright for display because right. Yeah. Because when they're in the stores and they're all lined up, the television that's actually the brightest in comparison to the rest is the one that seems like it has the best picture, but it might not be. So all these companies crank up all of the settings to kind of like be better than everybody else. But when you get that home, then you you want to turn all that stuff off. Um, you know, like Mark said, uh, there's a bunch of websites where they have like calib like people pay lots of money to get their televisions calibrated to get the truest colors and brightnesses and such, so the blacks aren't washed out and all that stuff. So if you want the best possible picture, which I would think most people would, especially when you fork out a lot of money for a really nice TV, you know. Do a couple of tweaks, spend a couple of minutes Googling and uh, change your settings, and then uh, you'll get the best possible experience. Yeah. When, when we did our our Samsung, like we got some package from Best Buy where yeah, after you had so many hours on the TV, they came and hook up, they would hook up the stuff on it and, you know, adjust it and set it up for us, actually. It was just a part of the whole process, but. Yeah, they come out with all these meters, and yeah. they attach stuff to the TV, <laughs> and then the guy Google goes and Googles at Digital Foundry and then sets it to those <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so. Very good. Well, I and just, then goes, thanks, $500 later. I want to just say real quick the thanks to Fred, to John, to Brandon, as well as Chris and Sean. I appreciate you guys' comments and the... Uh, and, uh, uh, suggestions so yeah a lot to it let's move forward oh one of the other oh. things i was mentioning i forgot so 
if you don't go through and do these proper settings and you make a mistake like I did initially by turning HDR plus on, then what that does is, especially on an HDR enabled game already, you're actually creating, you're, you're messing up the visuals by adding on an additional HDR filter, which you don't need. But that also is going to, imp it's going to cause input lag. So, and, and the guy even shows it in the video. He's, he's got his TV in the background and he'll put his controller up and you can watch like when he, he'll set the stuff and then he'll, you'll see him move and you'll see like a two to three second delay before the character even moves on the screen. And then he goes and turns the, the, like the, one of the settings off and then he moves and it's like the character instantly like responds. Like, huh. so you can, you can get, I was just like, wow, I didn't. You know, I never really thought of like input lag between me and the TV because of just the, what the TV itself is doing. Um, so there's some things you can, you know, maybe opt to not turn on because, you know, it may not be the best look. It's still going to look great, but you want to have no lag, you know, or maybe you're like, yeah, I'm okay with a little lag. I want it to look a little bit more natural. So. But anyways, yep. Enough of that. Yep. <laughs> this TV life. <laughs> All right. So moving on, uh, we're gonna hit the our roundtable topics or actually some news because I don't think we actually have a roundtable topic for today. Um, but uh, this xboxlife.com/slash/patreon is the way to get to our Patreon page if you like to become a patron of the show. Or this xboxlife.com/slash/donate will take you to our tips page where you can. Uh, Float a tip if you would like. Uh, nothing's expected. Everything's appreciated. Um, you know, and if you're wondering where that good money goes, we just talked about it for 40 minutes by uh, you guys bought Market TV. So, uh, I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> All right. Roundtable. So, name of our show this week Return, Return of Mordor. And everybody knows Mark loved the first Shadow of Mordor. But it, <laughs> yeah. but it looks like uh, if you guys didn't read this or whatever, I I saw it and I've caught it a couple other articles uh, over the weekend. It looks like a retailer leaked the the next uh, Shadow of Mordor game. So, and uh, did they say who? Who it was? Target. Target. Uh, they're in trouble. Not really. <laughs> mm. -mm. Do not start sp playing the video. Do not start You better playing. be prepared to pause it three times. Mute tab. <laughs> so, yeah, the sequel is going to be titled Shadow of War and may be released later this year. Hmm. Uh, supposedly on August 22nd. Okay. So, pretty much, yeah, yeah. like I told Cubicle in the chat, I've already pre-ordered it. You know, it's gonna be my game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, why? Is that why when he came in, <laughs> he was like, "Oh, Mark is geeked." <laughs> uh, geeked. Yeah, well, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he knows I'm real excited about this. Yeah, yeah, I think that was like the biggest news of the entire week, wasn't it? That that was possibly leaked. Pretty much, it. There wasn't a whole lot to talk about this week. Yeah, good figure, right? Um, the other thing now, I'm interested in this. Like, I, I've I played this game. You played this game, Mark. I know a ton. 
Um, Love this game. Man, Rob, I, didn't you play a lot of... Didn't you play a lot of uh, Sunset Overdrive? Did you play uh, any? Not a, a, a little bit. Okay. I just... I started the beginning of it and then got distracted with something else and I never went back to it. Yeah, I, I played a good bit of it and I know, of course, I didn't beat it, guys. Come on. Um, <laughs> but uh, actually, I still have it. I believe... I might have just uninstalled it. I've had it installed for the longest time. I think I might have taken it off. I can't remember. Um, but uh, so, everybody excited for Insomniac to make another Sunset Overdrive, the sequel for it? Everybody's excited yeah. for it, right? All right. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Right. Well, Mark, when make are we my getting money it? now? Yeah. When are we getting it? Um, that's up to Microsoft. Oh yeah. Maybe it'll be the Xbox Two uh, release title. Maybe it's going to be a surprise Scorpio launch title. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I uh, doubt that. No. Um, so Ted Price was asked by Game Informer uh, why there was no follow-up yet to the game, and he said, "You gotta, you have to ask Microsoft. We are passionate about the franchise, and we own it." may see more sunset in the future from us no promises and no timeline to speak of but it is something that represents our willingness to create unexpected experiences and this isn't the first time insomniac has looked to microsoft when asked questions about the franchise in september of last year developers said they'd like to bring it to the pc but said at the time the balls in xbox's court on yeah. seems like they're willing to do a Sunset Overdrive Part 2 or bring it to the PC or whatnot, but according to Insomniac, it is in Microsoft's court to decide what to do. Right. Stinks. Well, I mean, they've been doing a lot of good things, I mean, and bringing games and, and stuff, so maybe it's something that, you know, you never know, E3's coming. So... I know he's say he I know he's saying that, oh you'll have to ask Microsoft, but maybe he already knows and just can't say anything. So you know. Just. Yeah, I would I would think as much uh, that Microsoft put into it. I mean they even released a Sunset Overdrive console. Right. You know, light it was the first white Xbox One. So um and it is a console exclusive. I don't know how well it sold. I don't know if it did well, but it's uh it was a fantastic game. Yeah. I'll have to look up the stats on that one. Yeah. It was pretty fun. Alright. Cool. Well maybe we'll find out more about more about it in E3. So. Well that that was the really the only two big things. The next topic I have is uh four K T V talk, so um <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right. Yeah, th I mean another slow week. I, d I don't know what I mean, we've <laughs> it's funny to say it's it's a slow week, Ooh. it's a slow week. Um but game did not sell well. Yeah. It was um, the last title, wasn't it? No, oh. no. 2014, so. This, yeah. um. Yoda 726. Only... Hope they promote it this time, so they must not have promoted it hardly at all. So, globally, sales, where I'm trying to remember, it's been a while since I've looked at the site, how they list this 1.15. Um. 1.1 million copies. I think I think this is million. So they they broke the million, but I don't think that's 
I don't know. That's not really a whole lot for an exclusive. Right. I mean, just uh, let's see. So what? Halo Five was the last Halo game. Halo Five Guardians. Um, Halo Five Guardians was four point six eight million global, almost three million copies in North America. Hmm. So, I mean, that's just looking at another franchise. They're a third of that, or uh, almost a fifth of that. And then uh, Years of War 4. See what that did. Because again, these are all Xbox One exclusives. Mm-hmm. Years of War was it's just under, it's 2.73 million. So yeah, I, I just, I don't know if they barely busted a million whether that, they'll bother to put any money into the second one or not. Is that just is that just in North America that you're looking? I'm looking at global numbers. Okay, it, 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 Does it Okay. Does this strike you weird? That it, or that it's weird? Like, there's 50 million PS4 consoles. There's 25 million Xbox One consoles. And Halo Five only sells four million. Yeah. Gears of War. It's... Gears of War only sells. How? What'd you say it was? Two point seven three. Two point seven. Like, you, you know, it's like go uh, look up look up a PlayStation look up a PS4 game that just came out or look up Uncharted or something like that. Uncharted four. Just curious. Eight point six one million. So eight eight okay, so you know, fifty million PS fours, twenty five million Xboxes, four million for Halo, eight million for Uncharted. Does it does that just like strike you weird? It just strike it's just weird. Is it just me? Oh this me? I'm wondering too if this if this site probably only tracks retail. Okay. Then that would make more sense to me then. Because I'm just like, that just doesn't sound right. I it mean, seems awful. Very, very low. Oh, yeah. Because I'm just like, man, I don't care if you sell it. You know, hey, let's talk about this console war. Well, we got 50 million consoles. Yeah, but you only sell 8 million games. <laughs> Copies of, like, of your best game ever, you know, or one of your best games ever. Uh, it's just, that's just crazy. So, you know, but the same thing for, my, for, for Halo, though, too. It's like, you got 25 million consoles, and you only sold 4 million copies of Halo? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, according to these guys, there's PS4s at 54.8 million, Xbox One's 28.3 million. Yeah. The Wii U, 13.8 million. 3DS is 63.7 million. Vita, 15.3 million. Yeah. So. so. Yeah, I just would think the numbers would be higher. All right. Well, yeah, I'm really wondering if uh, it the it just says by units sold, but I don't I don't know if that is retail or it, these guys may not. I'm looking at VG charts. They may not be able to get the digital numbers, right? Because even what the NPDs don't count digital sales. Uh, they're starting, retail, and they're only in North America. They're starting to. It's coming around. Yeah. So. So. All right. Moving onward, because uh, uh, Danny Ray 
Jr. wrote us a novel today. <laughs> Just <easy>. mm. <laughs> so we got to get hey, real game. real quick. Uh, yep. There's a little bit of a, a news recap for the past week that uh, I just wanted to go over real quick. Just some, uh, since we didn't have much in the round table, this just does a, a quick couple of shots to a couple of things that people might have missed. Mind if I go through that real quick? Sure. What? All right. It's not in so, show notes. Thanks for putting it no, in there. Oh, no. So we knew you were no, going to do it. I just, I just ran across it. Okay. okay here, let go me type it. it in the show notes. Is that good? Okay, wait five minutes while I type real slow. Okay. All right. So uh, a couple of things. Uh, first off, um, looks like uh, Scorpios might have a new design language called Motion. So from the um, from the coding standpoint, uh, this is something that looks like might set the Scorpio apart from the regular Xboxes. So this is something that uh, looks like was uh, another thing that was leaked out on LinkedIn. So we'll have to see uh, what more comes from this. Uh, another quick thing here is uh, there's a gaming site called Green Man Gaming that now sells Play Anywhere codes uh, at a discount. So Play Anywhere uh, codes are, of course, titles that you can play across both PC and for Xbox. But in one place, you get both of the games. However, if you want to play it on Xbox, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to buy the Xbox version first. So this is just something to think about moving forward. Because right now, they have Halo Wars 2 at a $10 discount. So it's uh, $49 as opposed to $59. Unfortunately, they don't have the... Uh, super crazy ultimate premium version which everybody really wants because that what that has what season pass and it has the definitive edition and something else i think yeah yeah, yeah. you got to play it early but it's out now so that yeah so i guess that part doesn't matter right so uh you know i guess this is food for thought moving forward where if you see maybe the pc version on sale you can always snag that instead of paying full price for the regular version for the xbox so that's kind of neat then uh, moving on, Chris Sharla, which is the director of the ID at Xbox program, uh, sent out on Twitter that there are more than 1,000 ID at Xbox games being developed. Hmm. So that's, um, you know, that probably means that there's probably five good games coming. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, who said that? Who said that? That was funny, Rob. So, yeah. So, but still, uh, you know, with a thousand games coming, you figure there's going to be a fairly decent amount of good titles in there. And uh, probably, what, about 900 of those are pixel games, maybe? Who knows? So uh, that, that's very cool news. Uh, then also, analysts are basically saying that uh, the Scorpio is probably going to rule the roost uh, next year and the following year. Uh, in specific, a uh, gentleman by the name of Michael Goodman from Strategy Analytics, uh, director of Digital Media Strategies. That's quite a title. Uh, he spoke recently about the Scorpio and uh, Microsoft's place in the console market. Uh, he basically said that the console probably isn't going to make any huge advancements uh, at least in the first year of release, so it's probably going to be because what it's coming out this year? December, November. Do we know yet? 
We don't have a date yet. This yeah. year. But this fall. This year, yeah. I, wow, that, I can't believe how quick that went. Mm-hmm. It's already coming out this year. But uh, anyway, uh, so it probably won't make any huge advances the first year, but uh, they're really projecting that it's going to make huge leaps once the devs uh, get really used to it and, and coding for it. Uh, he's basically saying for the first time, Microsoft uh, has is going to have the most powerful gaming system on the market, and uh, they're excited to see what's going to happen. And, and I'm hope I'm really hoping that they don't pull a blunder of some kinds and do a, kind and do a repeat of, of 2013. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, somebody was posting. I don't know if it was in our group or if it was in the Horrible Gamers podcast Facebook group, but you know, it's like you know, strategists or whatever state that, you know, the Scorpio, when it comes out, yes, it'll be the most powerful console, but um, it won't help Microsoft catch up in the console war, and my, and Sony's still going to win it, and so then Sony's not even going to try to compete with them, and it's going to release the PlayStation 5 within the next three years. Or something like mm-hmm. that, and I'm just like, you know, okay. Thanks for your input. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't don't know. I was like, okay. I mean, if they don't want to put out a console because they've sold a bunch of PS4s, then don't put out a new console. Who cares? You know, when they put out one, people will buy one. But yeah. like, I didn't know. I didn't know the Scorpio was to. I didn't know Microsoft was putting out the Scorpio to win the console war. That that that's the part that gets me. I didn't know Microsoft cared that much about the console war that that's why they're releasing the Scorpio so they can beat Sony or something like that. So. Yes. Yeah, hopefully that's not their motivation. <laughs> Personally cuz you know, doing something like that it definitely sounds like a blunder cuz yeah. that's where you make poor decisions when you're reactive like that. We're here to beat so, Sony with our Scorpio 599. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Being product. Yes. All right. Uh, another thing that so came Brian, out. You cannot uh, get mad when it comes out to be a very expensive piece of hardware. As Phil Spencer said it from the beginning, premium hardware. Yeah. <laughs> You're just setting yourself up for disappointment. Oh, I mean, I'm not <laughs> setting myself up for anything. I mean, they're setting themselves up for something. It's not me. I don't. It, if it's two ninety nine, if it's five ninety nine, if it's nine ninety nine. I mean, the price they pick is the price they pick. They're picking prices that people are going to pay for, and the number of people that are going to pay for it, or they'll find out whenever they pick what that is. I mean, but, I know it's premium. You know, I'm it's not, not over. I mean, I'm hoping it's not over five hundred. I, I, you, you know, know I'm gonna have a hard time. When we've got an Xbox One S that's selling for $199 on sale right now, mm-hmm. what is a premium console cost? At $400, you're double. And I, I mean, we, like Mark, you and I, we paid more than, than that for our original Xboxes, yeah. our launch consoles. I paid 400 and what, 470, 400 and 449, I think, is what mine was. Yeah, 449. Was what I paid. I, bought, I just, I, I just, too. I bought an S as well. So yeah, and and <laughs> it's just, it's just one of those things. I, I, 
I, I always like, like I say, I jokingly say that two ninety nine type thing because I mean, really, is it going to be two ninety nine? Well, let's just not forget that the Xbox One released at four ninety nine and it killed them. So, th- that that's that's my thing is it can't be four ninety nine or higher. If it's three ninety nine, then it's three ninety nine. I mean, that's better than four ninety nine, right? I mean, I'll take it as cheap as it can be. Well, me too. That time they been, they. They can't tout it as a premium product and then come out as this at the same price. Yeah. It's Sony. It, it just doesn't make any sense to come out and say we're better, but we're the same price. Right. The price means you're the same. I mean, yeah. people, you know, it does. The you gotta. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll be. I the cheaper it is, mm-hmm. I'll be happy. You know. Yeah. I mean, I would. You know, because I plan to buy one. I would rather pay two ninety nine than. Six ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. You know they've been saying it's a premium console. They're saying it's going to be the bi- the fastest, most advanced piece of hardware out there. And for them to say that and hold that and to be true to it, they can't release it at the same price because then that just throws it out the window that it's not. Yeah. You know, and then these no company's going to take that massive a loss because of a console war. It's a it's a fake war. Right. Right. You know, that's the thing. This is this whole console war thing is a fake war. It's it's uh, fake news is what it is. Yeah, it's it's really irrelevant um, because you look at the last few years. As long they're selling more Xbox Ones now at, at this time, they've sold more than they did 360s, and the 360 was a success. Mm-hmm. But the Xbox One is a huge success for Microsoft. Mm-hmm. You know, they're making lots of money off of it, so it doesn't matter how much Sony makes. You know, it doesn't mean that the Xbox One is a failure because it's not. So they're they're coming out, and that's why I don't believe they're coming out to, with this to compete, to sell more consoles, to close the gap. I don't believe that's what this is for, and I don't oh, think I, this is going to do that. Yeah, I don't either. It's a premium product. Yeah, and I don't either. That's what. That's why I always, you know, the question I always ask is like, you know, the Scorpio to me is like they are not going to call this the Xbox One something 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 because to me and and that's what I was saying about like they're going to start their numbers over at 1 because they don't want this thing to try to seem like they're trying to catch up or close the gap or anything like that they're putting out a new console um that's backwards compatible with every Xbox One game but you know, and in probably in the future, they're going to make it where there's only Scorpio only games. But um, you know, it's just it's just one of those things. But yeah, yeah, I agree. Yes, and and like, I'm with you. Like we all want it to be as cheap as it can be. Um, we just don't want them also to make a mistake like they did before, which their mistake was four ninety nine. Um, well, here here's another th- thought too, mm-hmm. and it, it's maybe not directly comparable, but I think it's a good point. Yoda seven twenty in the chat says. Nintendo Switch is two ninety nine, you know, and, and and that's like at the box with no game. It doesn't, and there's other stuff you need to buy, like to to really get the full system. Um, that's three hundred dollars right there, and that's not that's not HD and four K and all this fancy stuff and VR and you know, and that thing's three got to be three hundred dollars. So and, 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 that is a console launching this year. That's a comparable one. Yeah. Launches on, in that aspect. Yeah, launches on the third of March, and we'll see how long that two ninety nine mark sticks. Because, and let's also remember it's Nintendo, and, and which and, means the price will stay. Yeah, and Japanese companies <laughs> always have a tendency of like, 
overpricing their products when it when it comes to things. Um, and you know, the only reason why Sony didn't do it last time is because Microsoft went first at E3. Yeah. <laughs> or, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, that's that's why theirs was that way. But uh, no, I mean, you know, we'll we'll find out a lot at E3, and and I'm we're all in agreement that you know the least amount the better, and. I th- and most most people I hear talk about at work and stuff because I always throw out the two ninety nine. They all think I'm crazy. Is they all say three ninety nine? So, and, and you know, some and one person said, you know, at the most, they're going to be able to do is four forty nine. And I think they're basing a lot of their stuff like off PC components, like you know, a, a, a ten seventy graphics card is low four hundreds right now. That plays every game. 4K, NATO, you know, it's just like all those things that the Scorpio is touting is, is you know, $400 just for the graphics card, and they're not putting a 1080 in their machine, so, um, or a 1070 in their machine, but, yeah, we'll see. I'm excited to see. I like, I like seeing new hardware. I can't wait till June, man. Yeah, <laughs> so, but I, I, I think we're, I think we're all in agreement. Give us all the, I hope they tell us all the details in June, too. Yeah. I'm worried they're going to come out and say, oh, it, it's going to be available on a date, but they're still not going to give us a price. Yeah, that's bad I news. The other day. I really, I, if they don't give us a price at E3, then this thing is expensive. Oh, yeah. yeah exactly. Plain and simple. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. That's bad news if they don't do that. I do think we're all in agreement if they say $599 and $699 that, that we're, they're in trouble when it comes to trying to sell those. It's like that's way that's that's way too much. <laughs> yeah, because I even told my wife, you know, I was talking to her, you know, getting approval to buy the TV, and I'm buying the TV in prep for Scorpio. I just don't want to buy the console and the TV at the same time, you know. And but I even told her, I said, if the console costs more than five hundred, I'm gonna have a problem. Just myself rationalizing that money. I'm, in my mind, I'm okay up to 500. I don't mind spending 500 for it. Anything above that is going to be really hard for me to uh, come to grips with. Right. When it simply is a replacement for the other two Xbox Ones I already have. Yeah. You know, it's not. It, it's just like there's. It's not. It's like an iPhone. You know, uh, I've got the. What do I have here? I don't even know. Success. I don't have the seven. You know, and there's there, and then you look at the difference between a five and a seven. They're really, they're really on your day to day use. You don't even know the difference. No, nope. yeah, you're right. People are spending six, seven hundred dollars every year to get the new one, but right. it doesn't really do anything different. That's why I'm like, I already know. Yeah, I, I might dabble in the VR because I have it, but it depends on the cost again. You know, um, and if you know what the headsets are going to cost, and is Scorpio going to come with a headset or? You know, what's the capabilities of it going to be? Um, but I want to be prepared to have, if I'm going to go and buy a third console, even like my S, I couldn't take advantage of the HDR and the 4K until, you know, now. So I bought the console and really couldn't even take advantage of the stuff. Yeah. So well, I, I don't want to buy another one and still don't even have the right TV. So um, yeah. that that's why I'm justifying it. But again, well, more than 500 bucks for a Scorpio... Gonna, it's going to create me a, a big issue. So. Yeah, what what they should do is they should come out on E3 and say, you know, okay, you know, you got the Xbox One S. It is 
you know, 279. You got the PS4, it's 279. You get the PS4 Pro, it's 399. You got the Scorpio, it's 398. <laughs> and just uh, then then Sony will come out and be like, "Well, we're dropping the price of the PS4 to 299." And then Microsoft comes back and says, "We're dropping the price of the of the Scorpio to 298." <laughs> like, we'll sh- <laughs> we'll show them. <laughs> And my, my two, like I said before, it's like my two ninety nine price. Like I don't know if I really, if I told you guys, like listening to other podcasts and stuff. Like Microsoft has billions of dollars, like in the bank. You know, everybody talks about, you know, Nintendo. Like Nintendo flopped with their latest console, and but they have so much money in the bank because of the Wii that they could flop a couple times. You know now. With the Switch, it's questionable if they flop this time what will happen, but Microsoft has far more money than Sony does. And, and you know, because a lot of PlayStation money has to keep so- the rest of Sony, you know, above water, you know, <laughs> if you ask me, like, they should split out. Isn't that their, own. isn't that, like, their only profitable yes. Like, um, yes. division now? Yep, yeah. Sony Sony PlayStation should break off to an own their own company called PlayStation, and and just <laughs> what and, and, and Sony will tank. Yeah and yeah yeah and Sony will go bye bye at that point. And yes, Gunny Apple. I mean Apple has a ton of money, but that's where that thing comes from. Is Microsoft has so much money? Do they need to profit off off of the hardware of Scorpio, or do they sell it at a loss? To put to pump out more games and more games and more games, you know, and sell more games and controllers and and things like that. That that's that's the the thought behind it is like if you or if you sell it at four ninety nine and you're making a ten dollar profit and you sell five million of them, or you sell it at no profit for you know whatever it is and you sell fifty million of it, you're going to make more money off those fifty million than than anything else, but. That's kind of their thing. Is like, you know, look how look. What was the bill? Was it a billion dollar price tag they wrote off for the three red lights issue? Just for it support, was a lot, something like that. Yeah. yeah, it was some crazy amount of money. They just write a check, and out it goes. You know, it's like why not take a massive yeah. loss or take a loss? You know, if you're going to take a fifty million dollar loss, then take a fifty million dollar loss. Make your customers happy. Make a recoup it somewhere else, but um, yeah, but we can move forward. Um, yeah, just been... to give you a little bit of perspective on like how much Microsoft makes actually. Mm-hmm. So, for their fiscal year 17 Q2, which just ended in December, so for three months. Prior to that, their earnings were uh, about $24 billion. That's what they made. Yeah. Yeah. So that's for a quarter. Yeah. So even like a a $1 billion Mm write-off, it's like... Nothing. Yeah. They just well, it's it's a write off. Yeah, and the thing and, and the thing is, Bye-bye. like you know, and I'm reading I'm reading the comments. Like you're right, guys. Like they don't have to sell it at a loss, and I'm not saying sell it at a loss. 
I'm just saying don't try to make a profit off of it. Yeah. You know, because if it costs... Okay, for example, what do you think it costs to make an Xbox One S? What do you think it costs Microsoft to make an Xbox One S? If they're selling I'm it actually, for $200 right now on sale, if they're selling it for 299 or 279 what do you think it costs them? 100 bucks to make one? No, there's a company that actually... Oh, what the heck? They they tear equipment down, yeah, and then they price out all the components. Okay, twelve dollars, Brun. Cubicle. <laughs> well, they break them down. They they do. Yes, they price out the components, but that's not at a at a mass. You know, a mass purchase. Yeah. Like, you know, if a component costs a dollar, Microsoft buys so many of them, they're buying them for three cents a piece. You know what I mean? So, you know, but let, let's let's just say it costs it costs Microsoft right now two hundred dollar or two hundred dollars to make an Xbox One S, and they sell it for two seventy nine. They're you know profiting seventy nine dollars. Well, let's say the Scorpio say when it comes around, it costs three hundred dollars to make. Then sell the thing at three hundred dollars. Like, don't try to make a profit right off the bat. Just get your consoles out there, and then pump out games to, to to do that. But, but yes, mass mass purchasing is what will get you from your your dollar per component to three cents per component. You know. But a teardown of the new yeah. console found the two terabyte Xbox One S cost cost Microsoft an estimate an estimate three hundred twenty four dollars to build. Yeah, while it retails for three ninety nine. So, and that was on August 8th, 2016. So there you go. Like the Xbox one S the two terabyte version, they were profiting, you know, $75. So that's See, all. The, the only thing about this stuff is that, you know, you as a manufacturer, you have your hardware costs. I mean, it's, it's a real cost. Mm hmm that you have to pay to produce the product whatever you sell it for however like if it's still and i doubt it is but if it's still 324 dollars for materials and uh, and they call it conversion costs which is the whole assembly uh insertion testing and all that good stuff if you have if it's 324 total for that and you think about it like right now they're selling xbox one s's for 199 with the whole bundle uh, i think comes with what a game or two or whatnot if it's a loss of 125 dollars let's say per xbox you figure somebody's gonna get xbox live which now you're making money back and they're gonna start buying games which you make okay. money back. Technically, you will recoup your prof your your loss. Mm -hmm. It just depends on how long it'll take. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And with you with your saying their quarter, like uh, Mark, you were away at the time, but you know Rob looked up like last quarter Microsoft made twenty four billion dollars. <laughs> That's crazy. In three months. In three months. Because they didn't give it away. Right. It doesn't. They still have shareholders to answer to. 
Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, not, and that's not, Microsoft they're not, as a. They're not in the business of giving everything. Yeah, away. that's Microsoft as a company, no. as a corporation. That's not the right. just the Xbox di- Xbox division. The Xbox division is that's a small component of it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's move forward. So, all right. So I got a couple more things. Oh, oh nope. You got a couple more things. <laughs> yeah, a couple more things. So uh, achievements got decimal level precision uh, recently. So when an achievement... Yes, uh, they did. I noticed. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> when achievements uh, show you like the rarity of, uh, of the achievement, uh, basically how many people got it, etc. Now it goes down to the decimal level, so it's not rounded or clipped off or however they did it before. So now you know more exactly how uh, how it was done. Dude, I got one the other day in Sniper Elite 4, and it was like, the rarity came up as like less than 1%. It was like point zero four, And I was like, and I looked at that, and I was like, what? It's like, was that the name of the achievement, or was that like, meaning truly like less than 1% got it? And then I saw another one like that a, a, a little bit later, that was like less than one percent. I was like, "Oh wow, that's cool." <laughs> I rock. <laughs> I I do rock. <laughs> or if it was me getting those achievements, it would be totally an accident. <laughs> you stumble upon them. So technically, with the rarity in these things, the longer a game is out, then the less rare some of them are. Technically, isn't it? It's the more it's people like get it. Play them. Right. Yeah. They're a lot so, more rare, like when they first come out. You know. Yeah, so if you want to see a lot of rare achievements, play a game to death like the first day it's out. (laughs) It'll all be rare. Uh And then uh, lastly, uh, Phil Spencer uh, had tweeted out some uh, information on the JRPGs. And he said... uh, um, he said it was great getting Final Fantasy 15. I know people want me to deliver more. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be in Japan next week talking with publishers trying to get more JRPGs onto the Xbox console cuz really there's there's not a whole lot of them are there. Yeah. It'd been funny if his comment was buy a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. You know that's that's where a majority of them are. I mean, yeah. look at look at the names of most of the games that are released on PlayStation week by week, and you'll tell that you know that that's what they like. And of course, it's a Japanese company too, so sure. But they definitely do have a lot of good ones. Definitely have a lot of good. Well, ones. what's the what's the popularity of JRPGs? Let's say in the states, though, are they as popular as they are in Japan? Um. I think for, I mean, I don't know, honestly, but I would say for people that are PlayStation owners, you know, you probably play a good bit of them. I mean, you... But do you play them just because of their abundance and that's what you have available? I don't know. I mean, either that or everybody just bought a PlayStation to play Destiny and the one or two, you know, exclusives that have come out. Because that's the majority of what they have is is the JRPG and stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, good question. All right, so that's that's all I've got. 
All right. Now we can continue. Okay. Up on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Community time. Um, voicemails, emails, and all that fun stuff. If you go to thisxboxlife.com, that is going to be your main location to get to everywhere. Uh, you can send a voicemail on the right-hand side. You can contact us by clicking contact up at the top. Or if you want, you can also just email us directly, contact at thisxboxlife.com. Uh, we don't have any voicemails today, but we do have a novel from Danny Ray Jr. that I mentioned earlier, which Rob yes. is going to read. Um, yes. And then uh, we will go from there. But uh, yeah, go ahead and do that first, and then we'll continue. Okay. So Danny Ray Jr. writes in. He goes, hi, I haven't uh, written in a while. I have been a little busy being a new dad and all. Congratulations. Congrats. Yep. Are in order. And all went well with the birth and everything. Uh, my baby was born December 17th. A healthy girl. And you guys were right. There is nothing quite like being a dad. And also, there's nothing quite like killing gaming time like having a child. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, so tired all the time. But uh, I am not really writing to talk about that. But on the last episode, you all talked about uh, timed exclusives on PlayStation and Xbox, and I thought I would give my opinion. And I mean, no disrespect in this, but for the most part, I disagree with you all. I don't mind them like how Rise of the Tomb Raider was a year exclusive on an Xbox. I did not mind that, even though I have an Xbox One and 360, because I really don't have online. I chose to wait on it uh, for my PS4, just so I can earn trophies, and with no online, I can't really do achievements and all that good stuff on Xbox One. We need yes, to come back to that. Okay. okay. I'll continue. Uh, I could have gotten a 360, but I wanted the full version, or however you say it, with all the beautiful graphics. I think it was what? Definitive? So he's talking about? Yes, I believe so. Or the... Yeah. Yeah. But I... Um, and I can do my achievements, trophy hunting. And trophy hunting. So I wanted the PS version right and i was extremely happy it came with all the dlc because my internet situation i could not get that on xbox now a uh real quick what wasn't uh danny the one that had the like really low internet connection or he had the really big cap data cap or something when he wrote in i think that's what he's referring to here yeah i I believe so. so And 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 yeah. this is in 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 his thing. And don't worry, there's more to come, everybody. Um, this is one of his points that I actually liked out of it. Like you know, you're right when there's an exclusive or or something like that. If it's a year long or whatever, um, like that, you you do typically get like the game of the year edition or all the DLC, which is awesome for the, for the same cost, mm-hmm. if not less. Um, you know for or something like that. So. Sure. Yeah. All right. Continue. So um, he writes, uh, but back to what I was saying, I don't mind the time ex- timed exclusive stuff, whether it be for our Xbox or my platform of choice, PlayStation. I know it's kind of different because I own both, but even if I only had one, I would not mind that much because it's the platform I chose. For example, 
If I only had Xbox, I would be a little upset that PlayStation got the Call of Duty maps first. But really, it would not affect me because I would get it um, with all my other Xbox gamers. True. And plus, one good thing about it is whoever gets it second gets the advantage of seeing reviews and stuff to see if it's really worth buying. And hopefully, they patch all the bugs out by the time the second platform gets it. But I still understand where you all are coming from. And sometimes I would just uh, wait it out until the game of the year or complete edition comes out. But that's my opinion, and I respect all your uh, respect your guys' opinion too. And regarding the show before last about how PS4 is outselling Xbox One and sells, I think uh, it kind of matters but not really. As long as Xbox keeps making the right moves, like doing what the fans want, such as backwards compatibility and games like Halo Wars 2, they will be fine. I hope Xbox is around a long time uh, because I love um, long time because I-, I love Xbox. And I did not become a Sony pony until 2013 when Xbox did the whole online thing. And they had to change that. But at the time, I had good internet. So if I was in the situation I am uh, now with no home internet, I would not even get the Xbox One. But uh, if it would have been the other way around, where Sony would have done the always online and Xbox was just buy your box and it works with no updates like the 360 and PS4, I would uh, totally be uh, quite uh, the Xbox fanboy. But even though I am kind of a Sony fanboy, or whatever you would call it, it uh, uh, they make mistakes, too. Just look at the PS Move and Vita TV and lots of things. And by the way, people sometimes think fancy is a negative word, but I don't consider it... Uh, I think, that way, be, like I think it's supposed to be fanboy. Actually, fanboy is a negative word. I think it's autocorrect. Oh. On that one. oh. <laughs> but what did I say? It's, it does say fancy, oh, fan- but I think it's yeah. just a fanboy yeah. being a negative yeah, I, word. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. Yeah. All right. Um, and uh, by the way, people sometimes think uh, fanboy is a negative word, but I don't consider it that way i like to consider you guys xbox fanboys except maybe brun i think he may be a secret ps fanboy with <laughs> xbox friends <laughs> actually no brun is a pc fanboy uh, that's funny yeah and <laughs> yeah. i mean no disrespect in that oh, no no yeah. yeah someone uh who is a diehard any company whether it's sony or, uh, or microsoft and they say uh they do no wrong and everything they do is perfect. I don't consider that a fanboy. I consider that a stupid person. And yes, I do mean that. Yeah, and I, I, we, I think we all agree with you on that one. That's what we oh, absolutely. Uh, show a while back when I was just like, you guys call yourself an Xbox podcast, but you do is complain about Xbox. It's like, well, no, we'll call them out when we have to because we're not just going to make them seem like they just do everything right because they don't. No. But, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Just like the whole uh, Xbox One launch. <laughs> yeah. That was a big disaster. Yeah. Way to go. 
But anyway, uh, back to the sales thing. I think that this uh, generation play, uh, PlayStation 4 is definitely going to win, but maybe in like four or five years when the PS5 and hopefully a new just as powerful Xbox comes out, PlayStation uh, could do something stupid like what Xbox One did or what PlayStation did with the PS3, such as the 599 price tag. But I hope that the Xbox puts out a new console when PlayStation does the PS5 because competition is wonderful for everyone. If there was only one uh, system, that would really suck. But uh, thanks for reading this, even though I'm a Sony fanboy and you guys blocked my voicemail <laughs> because I said the word Sony. Uh, <laughs> he's joking with that. Yeah. But seriously, <laughs> yeah, but seriously, wonderful podcast. And truthfully, my favorite, even though I haven't had my Xbox One hooked up in months. I'm still a fan of Xbox and a huge fan of the podcast. But I thank you guys uh, so much for doing the podcast every week. I truly enjoy it and hearing your all, uh, all of your guys' opinion, uh, even though if I sometimes disagree. That's why they're called opinions. Yes, you're exactly. Allowed to have, you are absolutely allowed to have your own. And if anybody tells you your opinion's stupid, then... Obviously, they don't know what the word opinion means. <laughs> Punch him. <laughs> yeah, so so I know Mark has something. I was going to mention uh, something to uh, to him as well. As I know the online everything, uh, anything. I'm curious if he's going to be getting uh, Horizon Zero Dawn because of what I said. Thank you. Of, because of what I was wondering last week. Uh, I still don't know if it's true. I didn't look it up. Um, but if you're getting uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, please... You know, if you buy physical disc, might be the best thing. Let us know if this that rumor thing I heard is true, which is you have to be online to play it. Um, and I don't think that's just digital. I think that's that's physical as well. Um, and I could be wrong, and I'm not trying to start rumors or say anything. I'm just curious if it's true or not because, you know, that is something. You know, you're right. Xbox got bashed for saying that they were going to do always online. And their always online was basic. Their whole purpose for their always online was you're going to install the disc onto your Xbox, physical or or digital. You install it on on your console, and they were just going to check when you got online to make sure that that's your game, and or that know, it's still your game. Yeah, still your game, and that's why they were like you know install one one time only or whatever, and that way you just never had your di- had to have your your disc inside the console and then that's what was going to open up the the sharing of games like they were going to share games between people uh that way and that's why you always had to well here's how we share games and you had the physical disc handing off you know because i can share my game with mark halfway across the country or not halfway across the all the way across the country um all the way across the neighborhood yeah but things like that but let me know if you're going to play horizon zero dawn because i'm curious if what what they were talking about when they said that you were going to have to be online to play it. So, um, Maybe they're going to use the power of Azure to, you know, and Microsoft's uh, 300,000 servers yeah. to make the game better. Yeah. Slight sarcasm. But, oh, yeah. And the other thing is, I'll just say, like, this, con- you know, as far as, you know, Sony went on the console war and stuff like that, like, you don't have to worry about them thinking that they're going to win. We might as well always just say they won. You know, we're putting out a new console. There's no, there's no war. 
Yeah, there's no war. It's it's, it's over. Fake, it's a fake war. <laughs> yeah. Fake news. Yeah. No, no worries. But you, you, I mean, a lot of the stuff you said is like you know, yeah, yeah, you're right. When if it if Call of Duty maps come out a month early on this other on your on the other console than the one that you have, you're right. You and your buddies, you'll all get them at the same time. You'll all enjoy them together at the same time and, and stuff like that. That's why, you know, the same thing goes with who cares if there's 50 million people online or 25 million people online. You only play with 32. And as long as you're around right. with those 32, it doesn't really matter. Um, so. But what was your thing, Mark? I think it was the online trophies thing? or um, Yeah, I was just wondering because you said that... Um... He went with the PlayStation because, read it, I can't really do achievements and all that good stuff on on Xbox One. Oh, I chose to wait on that for my PS4 just so I can earn trophies, and with no online, I can't really do achievements. That doesn't make any sense, and I was wondering, is this because Microsoft just completely botched the whole message that people still today think they can't earn achievements if, unless they're online? I don't know. Because you can't. You can't earn online achievements, obviously, but you wouldn't be able to do that on a PlayStation if you're not online either. You know? So you can still earn you if you're if you are disconnected from the internet, you can still play your Xbox. Mm-hmm. And you can still earn single player, non multiplayer, non online achievements. Okay. Does it just sync up when you do hook in your console? Yeah. Okay. Because I know that's what I know that's what uh, Sony Sony does is like you know there's eventually well, Sony I think doesn't may, even do it automatically. Yeah, I you think have you have to, to manually the sync them. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't even do it automatically. Okay. Which, in my opinion, is a pain. Like you have to go and actually initiate a sync with PSN, even though you're logged in. It doesn't. PSN is not aware of your trophies unless you synchronize them. Which doesn't make any sense to me. I think that's just kind of dumb. But, um, All right. But I, I just, I hope he, you know, I, my thought was, do people really believe you can't earn achievements on an Xbox unless you're connected? I don't know. So I don't, I don't know. That that's just one to let him know you can still earn achievements. Yeah. So. And I mean, he he has he has both consoles. I mean, he has both consoles, and I you know, like he's saying, I think he he leans toward the PlayStation, uh, PlayStation oh, I, side of things. And we've always known that because I mean, this isn't the first time he's written in, and it's okay. You can write in your show. And sorry, yes, we will continue to block your voicemail because yeah, I want to know how his email got past our filters. I don't know. <laughs> no, and, I appreciate yeah. I appreciate his. His comment. I just wanted to correct. You know, I want to make sure we're not just, you know, we're correcting anything that would be incorrect. Yeah. Now, my only thought on this is, when the Xbox One originally released, due to the change, you did have to, you did have to connect your box online at to least get once. The update. Yeah, at least once. At least one time. Yeah. So that could be what he's referring to. But the way he says it, you can't earn achievements offline. That is incorrect. That's all I'm saying. But um, no, I, I I appreciate him writing in. 
<clears throat> and listening to us, even though he's uh, a PlayStation guy. That's cool. I, I mean, yeah, I have no definitely. problem with that. I, I was telling Cubicle in the chat earlier, man, I wish I was watching the video I was watching for my TV. The guy was on a PS4, and he had Uncharted 4 uh, in the background. That's what he. That's the game he was in when he was mm-hmm. doing all the changes. For um, and then he switched over to Watch Dogs Two and stuff. But I'm just like, man, I wish I could play Uncharted Four. I was going to say, I you love the, the Uncharted series. Yeah, I bought a PlayStation Three. I still have it. It's sitting in a box in a closet. But I bought it and I played Uncharted One, Two, and Three. Yeah, and those are the only games I ever played on the system. But yeah, Horizon. I'd love to have Uncharted Four. Yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, looks phenomenal um and actually somebody mentioned it in our chat somewhere i'll have to find it but the game from e3 from the sony press conference from e3 that was just like all right i want that game was detroit and somebody mentioned it somewhere in our chat i can't remember where it was at but that game there like is something that i really want to play really really want to play so yeah. No, Danny. Thanks. Thanks for the email, man. I we we do appreciate it. So, and yes, you're you're allowed to dis disagree. That's what a <laughs> disagree with our opinions and write emails and stuff. That's what sparks conversation, makes people think a little bit. I like it. So, if only everything, yeah, we any, if everything little, in the world was like that. <laughs> just because we have our little show doesn't mean we're right. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but. Cool. We're just no, we're right because of our opinions, not because of the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so thank you for the email. Um, and if you would like to send us a tweet or anything, like I was talking about Christoph. Hey, Christoph, won't you send a tweet about if, you, if you're into all the monitor stuff like you are TVs? Um, ours is thisxboxlife.com slash uh, Twitter. We'll get you there. Our Twitter handle is this Xbox Live. Um, mine's BJ Swick thirty three. By the way, if anybody didn't know, I think. Do you guys have Twitter handles? Wingman seven hundred nine, I believe. Wingman seven hundred nine, but yeah. I never use Twitter. Yeah. Um, if you go to thisxboxlive.com slash Facebook, you get to our Facebook group, closed group, but just request. We just kind of poke around and see who you are and accept. That's where our community pretty much discusses everything, and we have good times. And what's new this week, Rob? Okay, a couple of things. Uh, first off, we have releasing on February 28th, uh, Torment Tides of Numenera. So this is, isn't this a follow-up for that really old-school game, Torment something, something, something? It was kind of like Fallout and Baldur's Gate. You guys remember, like the original Fallout was like a top-down three-quarter view. Um, what would you call it? a role-playing game or something? No, wouldn't be a role-playing game. A long time ago. I mean, I haven't seen. Yeah, it this is PC. So yeah, you should know it, Brun. Yeah, it was it was forever ago. Was oh, like I remember. I remember when um, Fallout Three was coming out. That people were like all in an uproar that they were afraid. Um, uh, Oh my gosh. I just had a publisher developer blank. Who does Fallout? Bethesda. Bethesda. Thank you. Cheesy cow. When Bethesda got the license to do Fallout and they're like, oh, we're doing a Fallout game. 
You guys remember how every but all the Fallout fans were just like, they're gonna ruin it. It's gonna be horrible. And then it was just like, this game's awesome. <laughs> I was like, yeah, all right. So, but yeah, I think you can still buy the original Fallout and Fallout Two. I think I might actually own them from like good old games or something. I can't remember. Yeah, I bet. I bet uh, GOG has them. Oh, uh, Planescape Torment. I think that was the name of the first one. Uh, so it was over 10 years ago. Okay. For sure. Anyway. Anywho. Cla- it's a classic, classic, classic game. And then uh, the Numenera, that is a... Um, an RPG type of system as well. So it's interesting that they're kind of joining these things together. Like a role-playing game system. Anyway, uh, next up, uh, same date, uh, February 28th, we have Ghostblade HD. And on March 3rd, we have two more titles. Ikimu? I think I said that properly. <laughs> Ikimu Splinters of the Dark Shard. Interesting. And a uh, game off of the mobile platforms, Bloons TD5, which is a tower defense style game that personally I could never get into because the I didn't like the graphics on it. It just... I don't know. I wonder if this is some it of those looks. thousand Xbox ID at Xbox games and no, I don't think so, because none of these are pixel. Oh, okay. Pixel graphics. Well, don't worry, art. none of them are in the five of the good ones either. So. <laughs> yeah. So, All right. Yep. And then uh, Games with Gold. Uh, we still have... When does the month end? What's today's date? So today's the 26th. We have a couple more days, two more days yep. left in the month. On Wednesday, we do the switch into March. So we got some new titles uh, coming in and some titles exiting out of the Games with Gold program. Xbox One, we still have Project Cars uh, available for another two weeks or so. So that one, uh, grab that one through the 15th of March. The one that is going to be making the exit is Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. I've actually heard this one is actually not too bad, even though I kind of dismissed it when it first came out. But supposedly it's a pretty fun uh, multiplayer game. Uh, coming in on the first, Layers of Fear. Uh, so make sure to grab that one for the Xbox 360. Uh, make sure to grab Star Wars Force Unleashed, as that one will be making its exit, its departure, on the 28th. Borderlands 2 is starting up on the 1st. And also make sure to grab that one if you have an Xbox One, because this is a, a uh, backwards compatibility title, as all of these uh, Xbox 360 releases are. And then uh, lastly, if you're going to be making any purchases uh, on Amazon, make sure to use our affiliate link. You can find that at our website, This Xbox Life. Click the big Amazon logo at the right-hand side, or you can just go to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon. Do that every single time you make your purchases. Anytime you put something in your cart, any shopping session, whatever you want to call it, uh, please do that. We get a teeny tiny little finder's fee for sending you their way. It does not cost you anything extra. 
but this is a great way to help support the show. Also, if you're on iTunes, uh, find the podcast on iTunes, give us a five-star rating. That also really helps us out, boosts our numbers on iTunes, and then helps us become a featured podcast. And I believe that's uh, it for the show. I don't have anything extra. How about you guys? I do not. I'm ready for bed. Yeah. All right. All right. Yes. Well, thank you for coming out. We will see everybody next Sunday. So I'm Brandon BJ Swick 33. I'm Rob, also known as Prestar. Thanks for listening, everybody. And I'm Mark, aka Wingman 709. Take it off. Good night. <laughs>